Ladies and fellas, man, welcome back to another episode of the No Script Podcast. It's been like a two to three week hiatus, I'm pretty sure. Um, we got the boy Dan Dutton here. A new we dad. Back, baby. Let's go. Back. So where we left off, we were talking about mental health, anxiety, and kind of everything that goes along with it. I gave my spiel on the whole thing. And part two was supposed to be coming with you, but we ran into a miracle along the way. <laughs> Dan became a new dad. So we are dedicating this episode to the birth of Dan's child, baby Luke. Shout Yo. out to the baby there, Dan and Jess. Shout out, baby Dutt. Let's go. A future baller. Hey, gotta get him. Gotta get him on the court. Get him on the sticks. Yeah, you know gotta get him right. Yeah, two K, two K vibes for sure. Two K and <laughs> Call of Duty out the gate. Uh, and, and then definitely gotta get him on the basketball court. And you know, maybe if Peeves and and when Zach kids like grow up, they can get sauced. You know, <laughs> shoot, Zach's like seven minutes from me or something like that. And he's on that two of them. We're about to just pull up to the court. You know, five on five, me, Zach, and the little ones, and run it. Just, just tell them, like, hey, man, like, on Call of Duty, we're cool, but when we show up to PYB, man, we don't even know each other. PYB. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is PYB only, like, for Portage? It's, it's yeah, be called, Oh, god damn it. It's probably called something else. I'll see you at, uh, what is it? Um, PYB is Portage Youth Basketball. <laughs> it's got reach, bro. It comes all the way to, <laughs> to Illinois, Naperville. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hammond, it was called Youth Hoops. So, I mean, it, we didn't, they didn't specify the, the city. What is it called now? It's not. It's not travel ball. It's AAU. Um, AAU. Damn. I was like, I know it's something. So, dude, that's super exciting. Obviously, I'm happy for you. So, we want to start. Uh, let's go with how you guys kind of found out about the birth, or not the birth, but that Jess was yeah, pregnant. Just, yeah, yeah. So it's it's funny because uh, I look back on that day and like we've had since the time we've been together a handful of times where it should be like. I'm late or something like that, or mm-hmm. you know, trying to be like, dang, when's the last time, you know, I had my monthly or something like that. And right. It, I don't think I think she was just bad at paying attention, and I didn't really pay attention. And mm-hmm. so there's been a handful of times where she's like bought a pregnancy test, and it's been negative every single time. Okay. So this is like another thing. I was like, every time she thinks she's late, she gets then she'll wait a week and like, oh man, I think I'm late later than get a pregnancy test. Like she ends up having her monthly like right after she takes the test. So it's happened a few, handful of times. So I wasn't even like worried. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm late. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's probably going to be the same thing. Yeah, that's boy, been happening, right? Yeah. So she gets the uh, gets the test. Did she only take the test the first day? Like, I think it sits in our bathroom for like a few days. And I forgot. I completely forgot about it. Okay. And then I'm at the, I think I'm at the store. You know, I'm not, I'm not at the apartment. And I uh, come back. And she's hanging out with her sister. And when I come back, come down there, her sister's like giggling and like looking at me with her eyes all big. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I turn the corner and Jessica's like sitting there looking at me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she showed me the pregnancy test. And I 100% thought they were joking. I was like, hey, stop playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you guys, I come down, you guys are both giggling. Like they're not the type of people that I feel like could actually hold a prank. Like they would laugh. So that's the whole time. I was like, you guys stop playing. Stop playing. And like, no, I'm serious. I stop playing. Like I was, I didn't believe it. And then she took us the second one and it was positive. And she took the third one. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I was what like, time of the, what, what month was this? Uh, I, I don't remember. I, uh, February, March or something like that. Okay. Um, I guess if he's, yeah, we probably had to be like February because 
if maybe late February, something like that. But so I thought she was joking, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when we go to a doctor. We'll go to the doctor tomorrow, you know. So we went to like a doctor's office down the street, and they told her they had COVID, so I couldn't come in. I had to wait in the waiting room, right? Which has been the the pain in the ass since this whole pregnancy that COVID stuff has been so annoying. But uh, so she went in. They pretty much told her like what they do is the same as the pregnancy test. Like she was like, if you got three positives, this one's positive. Like you're pregnant. Like this, you know what I mean? So she went in there. She came back. Like had a little tears in her eyes. She's like, I'm pregnant for real. Dude. Like in the in the waiting room, I like get I jump up, little fist pump. Like let's go. Like I was like super excited. Yeah. I finally, dude. was like oh, I believe it. Now we hugged. We got teary eyed, and uh, well, she was ready to tell everybody right then mm-hmm. and there. I was like, wait. I was like, I want to do like. You know, maybe get like the first, you know, ultrasound done, take the picture and stuff. And she didn't want to wait. She didn't want to wait. But I was like, no, 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 I'm waiting. And I, I, we told her parents, but I don't know. I think, I don't think she waited until we had the ultrasound to tell her parents. I think she, she just like showed the princess, just told them that we were pregnant. So like her, her parents knew. And then, um, you know, like the week, the next week when we had the ultrasound done. So like our parents found out it was like relatively the same time. Um, when I, we got the ultrasound, I was so pissed because like COVID, man, I couldn't go in mm-hmm. to the ultrasound. So we get there, I got to wait out in the waiting room. So like we're on Facetime, and like you know we're excited. It's the first time we're gonna see the baby and stuff. So I'm just sitting there on Facetime in the waiting room, and uh, you know it's like an emotional thing. You get to like see it and stuff, but I couldn't like feel it as much as I wanted to because I wasn't in there. But mm-hmm. you know, saying so still, you know, got me a little teary eyed and. It was like excited, like all right, man. They gave us like the breakdown of like what's gonna happen the next, you know, nine months. All our appointments, and you know, we went and got her the prenatal vitamins, everything, like doing everything, man. Like so, that's when it started to feel even more like okay, this isn't like this is for real. So, you know, we were excited. Uh, got the the pictures. I think we bought a little picture frame off of uh, Amazon, put the little picture frame in it. You know, wrapped it up in a little bag. So when we went out to my parents' house, I was like, I wanted to have something to give them. And uh, I don't know what I premised the the gift around. I don't know if we went somewhere recently or or there was like a something that I forgot to give a gift for. But I was just like, hey, you know, uh, we got this gift for you. And we were just in the kitchen, gave it to my mom to open. And she <laughs> when she opened it up, her eyes got all wide. She was like, you guys here? I'm like, yeah. I mean, we got the picture and everything. Like, you know, we're not messing with you. And she started crying, hugging us. And it was, it was, it was exciting. Damn, That's why I was man. definitely looking forward to that moment. Like, all right, once I tell, like, once I have the picture and I can show it to my miles, I know it was going to be, you know, we're at the age now where it's not like nervous. Oh, man, I messed up. You know, like, if we were real young. Yeah, it's a little it's more a, planned. Yeah, it's like more exciting. Like, oh, they're going to be so happy. Like, I can't wait to show them. So, I mean, waiting that, waiting long before we finally told them, like, sucked because I wanted to tell them right away. Like, I was like excited, but I also wanted to to do it that way because i feel like that was like a, a cool gift that's super dope what what did what was your dad's reaction he was happy too he you know gave us a hug and everything you know the typical dad comments like oh you're gonna see how expensive kids are and, oh yeah the, that's, <laughs> that sounds like robert yeah, the typical typical dad comments and stuff and i was just like yeah i get it you know Dads don't like to show emotion too much, so it was just like congratulations. My mom's like got tears in her eyes. Same thing with like her dad when we, when we showed her dad. Her mom was like jumping around the room, mm-hmm. like hugging us, all excited. You know, her dad's just like, "Oh, nice, good job." You know, like, congratulations, gives me a handshake and goes sits down. It's like, 
know, that's what you expect from dads, though. Yeah, so, so. like guy, you ain't gonna act hard, okay? You can, you can <laughs> smile, all right? <laughs> like putting on this, uh, I gotta, I gotta stay strong for the pride, okay? Yeah, well, for the clan. Yeah, get that out of here. This, Lou's gonna see me tear up all types of time, dude. No. That's, that's just who I am. That's so cool, man. I, you know what's crazy too is like that moment that you had like with your mom and i knew like your mom was gonna be like super super excited and, like like crying and stuff but there's been a few occasions where like i'll look up videos of like like parents finding out that they'll be grandparents and they'll do like that uh bun in the oven and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i just think that's so cool i don't know why man i love cheesy shit like that yeah. and i think it's so cool because there's so much happiness coming out from that stuff and man yeah I, dude it's it's definitely like I don't know. It's you can't like. I've never been that happy. Like, there's been multiple times throughout this pregnancy where it's like, I feel like my happiness peaked and then it would peak again. Like, it's just, it's crazy, dude. And like, another uh, one of those peaks. I mean, you were there for the the gender reveal. That was fun, man. And dude, that was a fun little party. Nice food, nice spread. You know her, her cousin, and you know she decorates really well. And whoever she eats those desserts from, like, always top notch. So it was like. You know, it was definitely a good party. And then we were getting ready to do the reveal. And, uh, you know, what did we do? I think it was like cake pops. The cake pops. Yeah. We did the cake pops. And, uh, bro, I was, I, oh, I I was boy nervous. So bad. Dude, I, I was, was oh, everybody man. was chilling. Everyone was chilling, right? Like vibes are good. No one was probably even thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, like, all right, we're going to do it now. And then everyone's just like, I'm like, bro, why Why am I nervous? Ain't even my kid. Like, dude. It got so tense. Everybody's like, oh, oh, okay. all right, let's go. Bro, it got so tense. I was like, I felt like I was going to start shaking. I was like, I wanted a boy so bad, but obviously, as like, a, you know, if it was going to be a girl, I wasn't going to be mad. Yeah, yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, so it was like, I mean, there's, you see the video, you know, where I'm jumping, I'm getting jumping? Good hang time, dude. dude. I got up there, dude. You were so excited, man. I love that moment because obviously I was excited too and just, you could just feel the happiness in the room and just, it's so obviously it's, it's new for you. And I clearly have not experienced that, but it's just a different level of happiness and like this chapter of life for you. It's I'm getting it's goosebumps so right now. Thinking about thinking about yeah, that. that. That was a great it's, day. It was just pure like happiness and enjoyment. Like I don't care, you know, I'm jumping around looking like a doofus, but I felt like I, I just, I was so excited. So happy. It's, I don't care what nobody thinks. I'm gonna jump around like an idiot. Like, I was so happy. It took me in my brain a minute. Like, you know, we I think we we gave each other a bite and then we looked at our own and I got seen it and it took me a second to like I'm like, what color is blue? But I was like, what color is this? And like God, damn second, it, man. I was like, looked at it, I was like, Yeah. And like <laughs> we just got so hyped. Because that's what we you know, we both were like, oh, I want a boy, like I don't want I didn't want to have a girl. Yeah, which I mean it's it's fine. I know like the the stigma's like, well, you know, whatever, as long as the baby's healthy, okay, we get it, man. But everybody, when from the time that they imagine them having their own kid, they fantasize of either I want a boy so I can teach them such and such, or maybe they want a girl so they can whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like everybody yeah. has like their, you know, predetermination of what they want. But yeah, of course you're gonna be happy regardless as long as the baby's right. healthy. So, right. yeah. but yeah, and yeah. I went throughout the whole pregnancy. I went back and forth. I was like. I think it's going to be a girl. And then I'm like, oh, I think it's going to be a boy. And like, Jessica was like, I think it's a boy the whole time. And I just, I went back and forth a couple of times. Like, I don't know. I'm leaning towards a girl. I think it might be a girl. And, I, and you know, we found out super excited. And, you know, that was, that was a, 
a good time, dude. I'm glad we got that on video. And yeah. I'm glad you were there too, man. It's definitely going to be a day I'm not going to forget. That was crazy. Yeah, I remember a lot of uh, a, a lot of like the moments where the boys were either having their gender reveal or their uh, baby shower and stuff like that. Uh, wasn't there for Demas's gender re- uh, reveal or actually um, what's the gender? Re- yeah, I think it was gender reveal. So yeah, thanks, Demo. Love you, bro. Um, wasn't there in Indy for it, but do you know what he did? I don't. I, didn't I think he did balloons. Did. They balloons. did balloons. I I remember he. He sent us a video in the group chat, right? It was like me, Anthony, Roberto, Brendan, and I think that was it. And it's just a video of him and Marissa opening up a box, blue balloons come out. And it's like, dang, that's cool, man. I don't, I don't remember being there, but where was that at? <laughs> and of course, we're all like busting his balls because you know it's an indie, and you know none of us got the invite. So that's all. That's all we kept saying, like, hey, man, thanks for that invite, but you know, remember that when the baby shower comes around. Oh shoot! But, so. Like after uh, post baby shower, tell me about like the weeks and months preceding up to that. Like, yeah, man. obviously, so, like getting everything set up in the room, and then how was Jess kind of feeling through the whole thing? Yeah, so it was crazy. It's like leading up to, you know, this whole pregnancy is like we already knew before like she got pregnant and that we found out. Mm-hmm. Like, I get this bonus check in like March. Uh, let's start looking for houses. I, I was like, I want to get us a house now. I was like, I, I'm making better money. I got an, I'll, this bonus will be a nice chunk for down payment and to help, you know, furnish the house. So I was like, let's do that. Let's start looking. Like, I want to look for houses, but we we're going to wait to that check it. Then we found out she was pregnant. And I was like, well, definitely now. I definitely want us to get a house so we could, you know, I want the baby to have a room to come to, you know. And yeah. uh, I was like, you'd be super excited to like put the room together. So <laughs> months of her pregnancy was us looking for houses, man. We've seen, we've seen so many houses, dude. And the market was ridiculous. I I literally seen a house, came online, and like six o'clock at night, I hit up my realtor. I was like, "Hey, I want to see this house." And uh, it was like, "All right, let's go tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon." Okay, cool. We get there. There's a line to, to oh, with already people there. By the time we get to the front of the line to see the house, they're like, "Yeah, we already had six offers." I'm like, "Bro, it is noon." Okay, it went on six p.m. last night. So you're telling me. You probably started your first showing at eight and four hours. You've already had six offers. And that was my first like initial interaction with the market. And I was like, this is going to be tough. Damn. And every house we looked at was like, all right, boom, this is going to be this much. And this is going to be this much. And okay, well, now we're, every house we're looking at in our price range, we have to bid outside of like houses are going 20, 30, 40 grand over asking price. And I was like, so now the houses in our price range are going for out of our price range. And the mm-hmm. houses that are below our price range that will bid into our price range, we didn't really like. Right. And I was like, I waited this long to get a place. I'm not, I don't want to settle for something I don't like. Absolutely. So eventually, you know, we started like, okay, let's tone back a little bit, and not be as strict. But, you know, we went for like, started looking at townhomes and stuff. And I was like, I kind of like the townhome vibe. So that's what we ended up getting a, a nice little townhouse in Naperville. So we, you know, with her being pregnant when we moved, you know, it was, she couldn't, I couldn't have her lifting stuff and doing a lot. So I was like, I will, you know, move most of the stuff. So I'm glad you came out here to help me lift all the stuff outside of the truck, but putting that truck together was tough. You mean um, that refrigerator? Oh, that refrigerator. It might, as well, it might as well have been a truck. I mean, you were, you were here to uh, unload the U-Haul. 
You and Tommy. Oh, I thought you said like put the truck together. Like you said, put the truck together. So I was like, well, I didn't put the truck together. Oh, like I'm saying, I'm meant, like when I'm saying put the truck together, like put everything in the truck. Oh, and oh yeah. Finesse everything in there, but. Yeah, so that was like a big, a big thing during her pregnancy that we wanted to get done that we did. And then, other than that, like going to, like every, every doctor's appointment I couldn't go into. So every like ultrasound, I try every time I'd go up there, go in the waiting room, they call her, I'd walk up, to, walk up to the door, then they're like, "Hey, you can't come in, COVID." And I'm like, "Bro, come on, all right, go sit I'd in the like, car." Well, I'd have been like, "We'll kick him out." <laughs> so I'm like, dude, it was like so every time. But here was the thing that pissed me off the most is. They do ultrasounds every so often. Uh, I think you get like, you know, each trimester. Uh, but then there's one, it's, it's like a 20 week ultrasound where they do like the big ultrasound where it takes a while. They check like every like body part, make sure everything is there. You know, all the, like you know, all the fingers, toes, legs, like, yeah, all that stuff. Make sure everything's good. And uh, so I couldn't go in there for that one. So, and, you know, you get to hear the heartbeat. I didn't get to hear the heartbeat. I had to hear, like, the video afterwards. And it's, like, still, like, hearing that video afterwards still, you know, like, choked me up a little bit. But it's, like, sure, I couldn't feel it and uh, as much as I wanted to. And then we kind of find out they finally loosened up the, uh, the requirements. And they're, like, now they were letting the dads in for the 20-week. After so I was like, okay. your 20-week already passed? Yeah, after mine. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. When we go for our next one, for the next ultrasound. I was like, hey, I know you guys can come in for the 20. Can I come in? Since I didn't go for my 20 because you weren't letting people in, can I get this one? And it sounded, to me, it sounds logical. If you're going to let me come in for the 20 week, despite COVID, let me come in. I'm still the same dude. Let me come in this time. And uh, no, they weren't having it. They're like, no, it's our policy. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Like, what is the justification? Like, what's the difference? No idea. No idea. I'm just like, and I'm not going to sit here in, you know, Northwestern and argue with these nurses because I know it's not them. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I'm not going to make, you know, give them a hard time. So I'm just like, I gave them my spiel. Like, well, I couldn't go for the 20 week. Can I go for this one? And they said no. And and I was like, all right, I'm not going to, I'll ask a couple times. I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to bust, bust their balls about it. It's not their their policy, right right so. i understand um i was like so, All right, whatever yeah so i couldn't go in for any appointments i just sat in the car and you know we'd facetime uh which kind of sucked because you know I, I always i mean even you know as soon as we found out i always look in my head pictured me being there for the ultrasound and was like excited for it so um yeah so i, I didn't get to go for any of those um you know yeah and, that for any of the appointments and stuff yeah, so and, they go through a lot. I mean, you know, they check her. She has to do all types of tests. You know, they're like, do you want to do this type of blood test? Like, so, so many optional tests. We're like, let's do it. We want to do everything. Like, make sure the baby's is, you know, healthy. We want to do all the tests we can do. And so yeah. she's getting poked at and stuff. And, like, I want to be there. Obviously, I know giving blood doesn't hurt her. You know, she's tough. But still, like, just it's- in general, want to be, you know, be there for all the, all the stuff. Yeah, I guess you don't really fully understand until you're in a position but i think it's something as uh life-changing and special as having a kid you're like i want to be in that room yeah so yeah, and then there was like one time like towards the end of her pregnancy um the last month or so where uh, it could have been the nurse that messed up because mm-hmm. it ended up being like nothing uh, but they were like oh your blood pressure is high um so then they were like, well, if it's high, high, then we might have to induce, might have to take you in and induce you earlier. And maybe this was even, when? This was like her last month. Okay. 
Like so maybe like the end of August, um, beginning of September, or something like that. Okay. Uh, so now, like, I've gotten tired of getting rejected over and over again. So instead of paying for parking every time, I just drop her off at the door and I just go like park in a parking lot for free nearby. Mm-hmm. And so then she, I was like, this is the first time I did it. And she calls me like, hey, I got to do some other testing because of my blood pressure. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like the one time I don't pay to park where I'm like in the waiting room, like right there, you got to do some extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, God, all right. And then there'll be nothing. Like the doctor came in, like she had to do a test. They just hooked up the baby to a monitor, like, you know, some stuff on her belly and make sure that baby's healthy and baby's healthy fine. And they were like, asked her to take her blood pressure at home and she did and everything was normal. Then we came in, everything was normal. So the doctor was, I think the nurse might've just messed up because prior to that, you never had any issues after you didn't have any issues. Like she might've just messed something up. Like you're fine. Uh, so it ended up being nothing, but at the time I was like, bro, I want to be in there. Especially like when they said like, yeah, we might have to, you know, take you in. I was like, shoot, like <laughs> I don't want to be there, but end up being Kick, nothing. Kicking in the door if that's gonna happen. Yeah, right. And then, you know, they told us like, okay, well, when you're in the labor and delivery room, like you could have the dad and one more person. And then she was like, in the beginning, they're like, yeah, you know, usually we allow four people, uh, so if they loosen up, you might be able to get maybe three or four people in there. So, you know, we were like hoping to at least get three for like me. Uh, her mom and my mom, everybody right, would be right. in there. Uh, but uh, it ended up just being me and her mom. Uh, my mom showed up and they kind of switched out here and there. But, um, but yeah, leading up to like the whole like pregnancy was just like crazy. Like just watching her, like her, her, her go through so much, like the morning sicknesses or like food, like everything being disgusting, like. Like, she'd be like, I don't know what's wrong with the house, but it smells. I don't know what it is. Like, the dogs are just getting on my nerves or something. Like, and I just, all right, sit down. Like, I got it. Like, being like most guys are, I'm like a fixer. Like, if there's a problem, I want to fix it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that time, I can't. So I'm like, damn, like, I can't do anything to help you right now. Like, especially with morning sickness, like, or anytime she's nauseous, like, I can't do anything for that. I just, I run, get her some water, like, here, you know, sip on this, try to, you know, feel better. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's tough to like. I mean, she was a soldier through all of it, but you know, not being able to help out when she's not feeling good. But yeah. I just all I can do is what I can do. So when she's like, I don't know what's wrong with this house, but it's getting on my nerves. It's a little dirty, and I'm like, all right, I'll start cleaning up. I'll sweep mop. Like tried my best to like make her comfortable because, and she's making a whole life. You know, she's doing a lot. Sure. And so. Any of those times where she's like, I want ice cream, and it's like two o'clock in the morning, like, all right, I'll go get it. I don't, it's not an issue. She's like, yo, it's late. I don't want you to, I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine the female body goes through so much. I couldn't imagine, like, because her taste buds, obviously her sense of smell, like, drastically changed. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you did all you could. Yeah. 2 a.m., you need ice cream? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'll get you ice cream. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to complain about that. Like, I'm, I'll go right now. I don't care. Yeah, I know so, what I signed up for. Yeah, that's the least I could do. You're making a whole ass baby in there. So mm-hmm. I had plenty of times. Like her, she didn't have any like crazy cravings. Um, her biggest thing was like we ate more pizza than we ever did. Like that was her craving. It wasn't nothing weird, but it was pizza and ice cream. Like it was almost ice cream every day or every night. I'd go get her like a shake or something. Like mm-hmm. most nights, like she that's just what she was craving. And I was like, I'll get it. It's fine. And she wanted pizza so bad. I remember one time we were looking at houses and we were going from like the second to the third house and she was like, oh my God, I want pizza so bad. I'm hungry. I'm getting nauseous. Like, um, And it would just hit her out of nowhere. Like, oh, I don't feel good. Like, we started 
when we go out to look for houses, we start bringing like a sack. It was just snacks, like crackers, cookies, juices, like fruit snacks, granola bars, just something like once she started to feel nauseous, like here, eat something. Yeah. And um, I think we might have forgot it at this at one time. Uh, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm not feeling good. I want pizza. And I was like, we're literally going from like, we're following following our realtor. You know, she's going to beat us to this house. And she's like, it'd be fine. So we're looking and I see a little Caesars coming up. I was like, mm. shoot, hot and ready. Like, let's get it. I was like, you want a little Caesar? She's like, yeah. Deeds so- here, but we just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just, I just whip over into the little Caesars going like, what you guys got hot and ready? And they're like, uh, cheese, pepperoni. Let me get pepperoni. Boom, boom. I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. I catch the green light. And I was like, did she beat us there by a few minutes? But I was like, she couldn't even tell. There you go, like, man. Saying little Caesars coming in clutch. She was so happy just sitting there eating that pizza while we were driving. Dude, it was so funny. It would have been cool to have her on here to like talk about some of this stuff but i guess from your pov like what if there was anything like a particular food or maybe even a scent that she enjoyed or like really liked that probably turned her off while she was pregnant or made or made her nauseous that usually she liked was there anything like that um i don't remember her anything being like she hated that she normally liked i know like a couple things, like I said, pizza was she really liked, ice cream she really liked. Mm-hmm. I know for a while, the dogs mm-hmm. just got like she hated the dogs. Like she didn't want them like jumping on her. Like they just were getting on her nerves. Like they, I don't know. Yeah, they would go outside and come in, and she's like, they smell. Just like put them in their cages. Like there was a, a good stretch of a few months where she was just like, the dogs are getting on my nerves. <laughs> And usually she loves the dogs. She wants the dogs on her all the time around her. But it was like for a while, like, and as soon as like, you know, after a little while, you know, I give them a bath, they'd smell good. And like, eventually that like kicked. She's like, oh, I like them again. And then it was just, it was just, that was like a weird thing where she was, they just got on her nerves. And that is funny. They just irritated her. But food, she didn't like, like, she would only eat like a fried type chicken. Like, okay. Nothing grilled. So, like, anytime we'd get like a grilled chicken sandwiches or a like, grilled chicken in her salad or anything like that, like, nothing, none, no grilled chicken was good. Like, she didn't want nothing. Anything that I used hurts. to cook with grilled chicken, she was like, I don't want, like, it, it just wasn't sitting. Right. Um, some, some about fried foods, man. I know it's not good for you guys, but it's, it tastes good. It's soul. It is. Um, but yeah, so that was. <laughs> That was the the one thing. It wasn't a food. It was the dogs that irritated her. Um, Damn it, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah, and the smells weren't too bad. She had a couple times where it was just like, she, was like, I don't know, the house house doesn't smell good. And I was like, all right, I can't tell, but I'll clean and spray some stuff, and hopefully that helps. It was like I couldn't spray too much because then it was like, oh my god, you give me a headache. So it was like, yeah. I, it was like a nice. I had to find a good balance and uh, to make sure she was comfortable. And then, um, you know, moving into the house. You know, she ended up at, at some point hitting her nesting where it was like, you know, we moved tons of clothes here. And it was like, we're going to wash the clothes as we bring them in. Like, we didn't want to just bring all the clothes in, dump them on the floor. Yeah. So we just left most of the bags in the garage. And then yep. we grab a bag, wash it, take it upstairs. And one of the things I've been bad at my entire life, and my mom could attest to this, is I hate putting clothes away. My mom would do my laundry, put all my clothes in a basket. Like my hang up clothes are easy. I can just hang them, you know, take them from the laundry room on the hangers, hang them in my uh, my closet. Mm-hmm. But those are like the only clothes I'd ever wear if they were hanging up. The basket clothes, I would take the basket and just put the basket in my room and I would just rifle through it. I never put the clothes away. And when she'd ask for the basket, I would just dump the clothes out, give her the basket, 
I hated putting clothes away. So that's kind of transitioned to my real life ever since. And uh, I was Still like, putting clothes away. And I was like, dude, I was like, we have in our in our master room, we have two closets. Mm-hmm. I was like, we have so much closet space. I gotta start putting clothes away. And we were just letting them pile up again. And when she hit it, her like, you know, they always say like towards the end, like they start nesting. They want to clean everything, get everything organized, everything ready. And uh, she was like, let's get these clothes put away. And I was like, all right. Well, it started with like the kitchen. She's like, one night she just deep cleaned the kitchen. And I was like, it wasn't even that dirty. Like, why is she still in there cleaning? Mm-hmm. And then you know she starts straightening up everything, getting everything organized. And she's like, let's let's make sure the baby rooms, everything's done, because we have like clothes and like all the stuff that we haven't put away yet. So. We spend a night like going through all the clothes that we've gotten and like organizing like newborn stuff here, zero to three months, three to six, you know, like nine months plus, and then all like we were just organizing everything, uh, so we know where everything's at, unpacking everything, un- unboxing, putting everything together, and like I was like, okay, I was like, this, this is the nesting, huh? Like you're trying to get his room ready, and I thought it would end there, right? But it didn't. And <laughs> it went from there. I was like, okay, now we need to put our clothes away. I was like, all right, you know we'll spend a night doing that so yeah she was gonna do it herself because okay we had a crazy storm roll through here right mm-hmm. and uh, i was on storm duty so during the day they called my uh i was like the the backup so they called the primary which was i think team delta and i'm on team echo mm-hmm. uh, to go in so they went in at five o'clock in the afternoon or five o'clock in the morning and they're working until 5 p.m something like that so then i was going to be working 5 p.m to 5 a.m because we do 12 hour shifts so they told us like hey you don't have to work go sleep because you're gonna be up all night Mm -hmm. so i try to get a few hours of sleep and uh so now i'm like all right you know i'll be leaving you for the night she's like i need to find something to do so she's like take all the clothes that's in the closet because we were just throwing clothes on the floor in the closet and just rifling through them when i needed something Mm -hmm. so she's like take all the clothes throw them on the bed it's gonna force me to put these clothes away I was like, that's a lot. You're going to do all that by yourself? And she's like, yeah. I was like, all right. She was like, you're going to be gone for 12 hours. I might as well do something. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I was like, right, now I don't have to do it. So I put all the clothes on the bed for her. And uh, as I'm getting ready to leave, I'm like, okay, they, they're supposed to send me an update at 3 p.m. to like verify, hey, show up. Yeah. They didn't send the text. So I checked my email. They sent it, but in their email, usually it'll be like, you know, we have tons of different uh, – different roles for storm duty and uh, they'll call out every role every uh they'll either say full staffing or if they're not if some roles don't have to come in they'll like list every role that has to come in right so okay. um then it got to that email i didn't see my role called but it said with full staffing and then in parentheses named all the roles but it didn't include mine okay so i messaged a couple people on my team I'm like do we have to go in and they're like i don't know like this is a weird email usually it won't. It'll say limited staffing and name everybody, but it said full. It's like shoot. I don't. I, I don't want to not like. That's literally the one. Like, comment takes storm duty like super serious. You don't show up. Like they'll start getting. They'll get. That's when they get mad. So I was like, I'm not gonna just not show up and find out. So I was like, well, we messaged our leader. He didn't respond. A couple people messaged in the group. Nobody. None of the leaders responded. So I'm like, all right. Well, I guess I'm gonna just head that way. And you know, I start driving that way. As soon as I get there. Um, I get a text like all oh, the leader responded we don't have to come in so I'm like alright well I just said cool I mean I drove like 20-30 minutes to get there but they paid me all day to sleep so nice. I'm not going to be frustrated about it so I came back and I was like alright well I guess put on clothes away so 
I know I had to, I got roped into doing it, but that was her nesting. Started. We got the whole house put together, put all our clothes away, got everything clean. The baby's room was ready. Everything was built. And, uh, yeah, leading up to, you know, getting closer and closer, they told her probably the like, – they told her they'll probably induce her the week of the 21st if he doesn't come before that. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, that they, they, that's what they wanted to do. His due, his due date was the week after, the 28th. Um, well, they're already cool. So I let my work know, and they're just like, Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know you don't know exactly when he's going to show up. So just give us a heads up. And, you know, I, I'm going to take, you know, four weeks off to, you know, to have my opportunity to leave. So I just let everybody know. And I'm like working a lot, trying to like get a couple big things wrapped up. And, mm-hmm. and then we're sitting here, dude. And, you know, we had plans. Like, once it got closer, she started feeling like, Oh uh, man, like I, I'm starting to feel like it's getting closer. We were gonna right. go stay with her parents, um, just because they're. I mean, like from where we're at to downtown Northwestern is like an hour plus, um, an hour to get there for her parent at her parents' house, like twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes. So yeah. we're like, we'll just stay there. I mean, you know, it's super close. They have room for us, so we we're gonna go stay there. But what ended up happening was I broke my damn ankle. Yeah, I I knew about that one. Yeah, so I broke this damn ankle, you know, playing basketball, and uh, I couldn't That's drive. Cat. Couldn't drive. Oh yeah, you definitely ain't driving now. In so, every sense of the word. <laughs> yeah, man, we we stay outside now. Okay. Uh, we shooting threes for life, but <laughs> watch uh, out, peeps. <laughs> but uh, dude, for real, so I couldn't drive at all. She had to drive, and it was like, so now I'm thinking, like, all right, she was like, we should probably go to my parents now. I mean, we're still a couple weeks out, but with your ankle, I was like, yeah, I mean, because if I, all I was like picturing was like, she starts like in the movies, you know, oh my God, my water broke. Oh, like I'm in pain. Like, ah, oh, it's coming. And like the guy's like driving crazy to get to the hospital. And, and you like, camping? I was like, and I can't drive. It's like my, my right foot is in a boot. I can't. So I was like, it makes sense. Like, I just go to your parents' house, you know. I, I get it. So we went and stayed there. Um, and then he had a, uh, you know, we had a couple appointments. You know, things were fine. And they are like, you're getting, you're getting pretty close. You know, she started getting dilated. Things look like that. She is going to start happening. Mm-hmm. And then one night she started getting contractions. And we thought it was going to happen. So we went in. And it was just like, you know, so I text you guys that, you know, it was about to go down. And he just hit us with a pump fake and it was like, you know, they sent us back home after being there for an hour. But what was cool about being there, we went to the room and I finally got to see the ultrasound mm-hmm. and hear the heartbeat for myself. So, like, I was like, oh, man, it's super cool. I was like super excited that I could actually, uh, you know, see that stuff finally, you know, after all these months. Uh, but they sent us back home and then, you know, it literally was like. That they're like, you could come back tonight. It could be a few more days. It just depends on how your body proceeds, right? So it literally, like, that night she had a couple real strong contractions. And we like, okay, cool, it's time to go. We start getting, like, ready again. And then they go away. And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, well, we'll just sleep it off. And all the, like, tough contractions went away. It wasn't okay. that bad anymore. And then it pretty much, he just chilled for the next few days. And then next thing you know, they were like, it was the 21st. So they, like, come in for the induction. And uh, bro, I'll tell you, my nerves. I was so like, I was so nervous because she said that she's gonna go without 
you know, the epidural. She's going to yeah. do it naturally. And I'm not a big fan of pain, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, most people aren't. There's some weirdos out there that dig it. But I was like, all right. Like, I was so nervous for her. And obviously nervous, you know, there's it's like a, that's a big thing to happen. So I'm nervous, excited. like, But, like, I was, you know, she pretty much is like, oh, yeah, everything's going to come to me. You know, as a mom, I don't know how to do things. And the type of person I am, I like to see things prior. So I'm like reading, you know, watching YouTube videos on like goofy stuff, like changing a diaper or, you know, t- top 10, you know, dad tips or tips for, you know, dads being in the delivery room, like just stuff like that, just to, right. to try to get ahead of the game. And none of that really helped once you're there. Like emotions are so high and it's so intense. But we get there, you know, they, they finally like, check her out, you know everything looks good everything looks healthy you know and i mean the whole time i was calm i was like i'm not it's not too bad yet you know she's having like she started having a little bit mild contractions not too bad but um then they go like okay you know they like whatever they use to induce is through like the iv so okay they, they put the she's i'm putting the medicine in now in like 15 minutes you start feeling more contractions right so 15 minutes or so goes by. She said, ooh, she said, yeah, I'm starting to feel them a little more now. And then, you know, a little more, a little more. I start getting a little more painful, a little, like, more intense. And then they check her again. She's dilated a little bit more. Um, they're getting a little bit more intense. And they're like, hey, you know, you don't want to do an epidural, but we can give you this and this for pain leading up to it. Okay. Uh, so there, were, there was, like, something they can give to the IV for pain. She's like, yeah, I'll do that now if we're still, like, hours out. Like, I don't want to sit here the whole time feeling like this. So I gave her that. It lasts for two hours. And then in those two hours, she kind of like, I think she took a little bit of a nap, like through her contraction. She was able to nap and get a little rest, which was, I think was, was pretty good for her. And yeah. uh, so that's when everything calmed down. We were just chilling. And then um, I was, uh, my mom was there. So I went out to the waiting room just to hang out with my mom and just like talk and hang out. And then uh, Jessica's mom texted me like, okay, they're getting kind of intense. She wants you back in here. So I went back in. Now she's like, oh, like, like the movies where she's like trying to breathe through them. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is about to go down now, huh? Oh, my God. And I, that's when I started getting, I started getting nervous. And like at this time, I still have a boot on my foot. Mm-hmm. So I'm crutching in and out. And at one point, do I just put the crutches to the side? Like I'm standing on my foot, like. I'm not supposed to be weight bearing like this boot. I'm like, it's an air cast. So I tie it real tight. And I'm like, you know, like you play basketball, you roll your ankle, you just tie your shoe as tight as you can to hold that swelling down to like keep it in place. And you, you know, see if you can play through it. So mm-hmm. I put this air cast on, I tie it as tight as I can. I'm pumping up the air. I just feel my leg getting tighter and tighter. I'm like, all right, I'm good. And eventually the adrenaline and the, the nerves kicked in so high. Like I, I, I didn't feel no pain. I was good. Um, and I was like, uh, Back in there, then they were like, give her some uh, laughing gas type stuff to like calm her down or help her through pain. And she was like, this is not working whatsoever. And do it. You could tell, like, you know, I was a little nervous sitting there, like holding her hand whenever it'd get tough. And she'd squeeze my hand and we'd breathe and she'd be good. And then they start coming quicker and quicker, more intense. And uh, it got to the point at night where like doctors were, it was like a doctor shift change. Mm hmm. So then the nurse came, a new nurse came like, yeah, I'm taking over uh, for the next 40 minutes until then your new nurse gets here. So she like checks her. She's like, oh yeah, you're now you're like eight centimeters dilated at 10 is when it's like, okay, it's on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're about eight. She's like, I'd say probably another hour and a half or so, right? Maybe 45 minutes the quickest. And then 
she leaves and comes back like 10 minutes later to do something else on the computer in there. But at this time, Jessica is like, like these contractions are like crazy. Like she's like, like yelling through them. And I'm like, she's like, I swear I thought my hands were going to be like bleed a little bit for her squeezing. Like her nails are going in my hand. And I'm like trying to like, like comfort. Like you, I can't do nothing. There's nothing I could say or nothing I could do to help at that point. So like I'm helpless. I'm just like useless. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like, I feel a little helpless. I'm like trying to like rub her back and like, you know, like talk to her. And, but like, she's in so much pain, but she can't, she's like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember you touching me. So I remember squeezing your hand. I don't remember you talking to me. I don't remember anything. I was like, I figured, you know, but uh, yeah, so it was crazy. And then, you know, her, the doctor, she's like, do you feel like, do you feel like you should be pushing? And she was like, oh yeah, I feel like I, I need to push. And she's okay. Uh, she's let me just get the doctor in a little bit. You know, it's been like what ten minutes since I said it about like forty five minutes. She's like, you're probably still okay. And then she starts screaming again. And I'm like, hey, like she, I, you gotta check. I like telling her like, hey, you gotta check her out. Like I think she like she's like, keeps saying she and, like she's like I feel like I gotta push. And like the, the nurse wasn't reacting when she kept she said it like over and over again. So I was like, hey, like she says she has to push. I like can you check her again? And she gets down there. She checks like oh my god, I can see the head. She's like, don't push, don't push. And she's like, gets on the thing, like calling the doctor, like, hey, we need a doctor in here now. Bro, and I, at this point, she's like screaming. They're telling her to not push. She's just pretty much contracted. Like, she didn't push at all. She just contracted this baby, like, almost all the way out. So when I'm sitting there, like, the doctors come in. They're like moving stuff around. Like, this, like, bed is like a transformer. They're like dropping the bottom up, pick, like, putting the leg parts. I'm like, oh shit. She's like screaming. I'm holding on to her. Dude, they like putting gowns and stuff on. And like, do I. And this probably might be dramatic, but in my head, like when I seen it, because like I'm sitting there up by her shoulder, the doctor literally sat down. They picked up Jessica's legs, and I swear the baby went airborne and just flew out. Like I swear the like the, the doctor probably was like there and like grabbed the baby and like pulled out. But in my head, I swear I thought like the limbs were like all stressed out and he was hitting airtime. Like, oh my god! And there. And then he and I do when I first seen him and he just started crying right away, bro. I I couldn't even talk to. I was started bawling. I'm like, you know, I just I felt like that emotions was crazy. I'm like, you know, hugging Jessica, like telling. I'm, I'm trying to tell her like, oh my god, you did it, but like I can barely speak because I'm like yeah, so choked yeah. up. And like right before it happened, once it like I was like, oh my god, like they're like get the doctors in here. I can see his head. Like I Facetime my mom and like set her off in the corner so she could like hear everything and kind of see like over my shoulder like she can't really see too much but she could like hear and uh i completely forgot the phone was there i'm like yelling like oh god you did it but like it's all like that cracked voice when you're yeah, trying to talk yeah. and you're crying and uh he, he just came out head full of hair crying like i was just like oh my god like we're like cleaning him up and then you know like the thing to do now is like they don't like cut the the uh, cord right away they let like some of the like whatever's left like pump whatever you know nutrients right, or whatever right. it is like cells and stuff so they were just cleaning them up they handed them to jessica and like i could just see in her face like the relief and the love like she just felt like so much relief after all that pain you know like everything it's over like she you know and i was like damn and then like she's still a little out of it but she's like holding him and like underneath her chin so she can't like look down to see him yet and i'm like telling her like Oh my God, he's so cute. Like, he has a whole head of hair. And she's like, Oh my God. And she started crying and she's like holding him. And like, as soon as, like, he was crying when he came out. And as soon as, like, they like cleaned him up a little bit and then, like, gave him to her. And she, like, put him on her, like, they like the skin to skin, like, right to yeah. her, her chest. 
bro, he stopped crying like instantly. Like he was just comforted. I was like, dude, he, like obviously, you know, he knows that's his mom, right? And yeah, I was just like, bro, this is crazy. Like I'm still crying. They're like, you want to cut the the cord? And I'm like, yeah, I want to cut the cord. And uh, they hand me the little, you know, the the scissors, and they like clamp down both sides. I heard cut right here. Dude. I like <laughs> open the scissors. My hands like shaking. I'm like, all right, come on. I'll take a little breath. Like, cut it. And like, all right, congratulations. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. That's so nuts. Dude. I couldn't even imagine, bro. That's just. That was the craziest, like, craziest day of my whole life. Like, seeing that whole thing was just intense. And I was just, like, so proud of her, like, for doing that. Like, sticking to it. Like, the whole time, they are like, anytime you want epidural, let us know. And she was just like, no. Like, they told, like, three or four times after she wants it. She kept saying no. It was just like her personal choice, you know. You know, her mom went natural with her kids, and you know, back on like the reservation, like her grandma and all them, like had tons of kids, all natural. And, like so, she was like, she wanted. That's what she, her personal. She's like, I want to do that. They did it. I want to do it. And that's uh, just incredible, dude. That's like when you told me that, I was just like, bro, that is just that is just next level pain tolerance, man. It was nuts, dude. And then, like. The relief she felt was great, dude. They start cleaning her up. I finally go out there so my mom can see. My mom's crying in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. She gets to go in, see the baby. Everybody's taking pictures, and like everybody's caring for the baby. And I'm just like, bro, just in shock. I was just the whole time. I was like, bro, this is crazy. Like I just couldn't believe it. Like he, you know, like, everybody thinks their baby's cute, but some babies aren't cute, man. Like it's this. It's That's hard nice. to say. It's hard That's to say. Nice. But I know some of you guys have to come to grips out there, okay? But not every baby is beautiful, okay? Let's right. just it, you ain't you didn't curse yourself. You, some people got it, and some people don't. And they and they could grow up to be beautiful, okay? Just yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah. So it's not no hate. I mean, shoot. But he was he was cute, man. Right from the jump, and I was just shocked, dude. So then they eventually they're like, you know, the room we were in was like a big ass room. It looked nice, dude. We had a nice view of the lake. Uh, Lake Michigan, like we're downtown. It was nice. And they're like, all right, so the room we were in, there was like, this is like the labor and delivery. So we take you upstairs, you know, after. Um, and then there's like the waiting. It was like, he, he was born at like 7 14. And uh, by the time we went upstairs, it was like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the, the waiting time, the, the visiting hours up there are till eight. So they're like, you know, once we go up there, everybody has to leave. And, uh, dude, honestly, I was like, okay, cool. So we go, they, we say bye to everybody. Everybody sees them like their last time and says bye, takes their pictures. And I, uh, go upstairs, we go upstairs and, uh, you know, we're sitting there with him. He's just like sleeping in the little thing that they bring him in. And, uh, I'm just like, still like in shock. I'm looking at it like, you did that. Like you crazy. Like you did that. That's crazy. And uh, the, a nurse comes in and she's like, okay, like she's going to teach us everything. So she's like, you know, this is how I'm going to show you how to change a diaper. So she like changes his diaper and she's like, these are the, the formula we got for him. Uh, here's the milk. And she shows us like, you know, how to feed him and how to burp him and how mm-hmm. to swaddle him, how to change his clothes. Um, pretty much goes over everything. And then she goes, okay, so we have to keep track of his diapers and his feedings and how much he eats. So we, you know, we have a whiteboard. We have to write times and amounts of food and then you know when he went to the bat when we changed his diaper if it was pee or poop what it was and so we had to keep track of everything for the, the two days we were there so she goes through everything and while she's going through that i think i have my like my finally had like my dad freak out moment where i'm like oh shit like as soon as she leaves 
this room. Obviously, she's a call away, but it's just me and Jessica and this baby. And I was like, I don't, I've never taken care of a newborn. And I started freaking out a little bit. Like, as she's teaching, I started getting so anxious. I was like, dude, I was like, I gotta pay attention because I've never done, I need to know how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, focused. And then I was like, and Jessica's, you know, she's a little, still a little out of it. She went through a lot. And, but she, it came so natural to her. And I was just like, it was just nothing. Like, she was like, holding him, swaddling him, changing him. And like, I, I changed like his first diaper when they left. Um, you know, and I was like, I was telling Jessica, like, I just need to do it because I was like, I'm super anxious. I've never done this, and I'm only, I just need to do it. So I just changed his diapers, I fed him, burped him, and after like the first time, I'm like, bro, this is my little guy. I, I just, I, my anxiousness lasted like that first night, half of that first night, maybe, and then I was over it. I was like, this, is like, it just felt comfortable after like every doing everything once. I was like, I'm good, you know, and uh. You know, that first night, everything went smooth. I mean, the, the nurse came in. It was probably like 1, 30, 2 o'clock. In the morning? Uh, yeah. She came back in, and we're still awake. Like, the TV's on, but we're just, like, sitting there talking to each other. And, like, my leg now is finally just aching. So I asked for an ice bag for my leg. And we're just sitting there uh, just looking at him, dude. He's sleeping. We're just watching him. The nurse comes in. She looks at him. She's like, you guys still up? Like, she's like, you guys got to sleep. I was like, I know, I know, I know. She's like, get some sleep. So the little couch they have there folds out to a bed, you know, so I folded it out. Jessica got some sleep. We went to sleep. You know, the baby would wake up. We'd both wake up. Um, but, yeah, so we got a little on and off sleep. Maybe maybe we probably got, like, three or four hours that first night. And then the same same for the second night. Um, but it wasn't, like, as bad. Like, we were just, we were just, like, waking up when he'd wake up and like, we were just excited still. I mean, we were, you know, we didn't feel like we need to sleep yet, but we looked probably looked tired, you know, looked drained. And, uh, you know, I was just, I would just look at Jessica. Like I couldn't tell her how many times I'm like, dude, I'm like proud of you. You know, like I just tell me, you feel like I just feel inspired, you know, like this is crazy what you just did. And like now all of that, all of that uh, nine months of of work and body changing and it's finally done. I was like, he's here, he's healthy, he's happy, you know, he's cute. Like, you yeah, know, it's a whole other chapter for you, bro. It's- yeah, I was like, this is nuts. Uh, it took me a few days to finally, like, I was just like, just in shock, dude. And then like, all right, well, we're going to discharge you guys tomorrow whenever they discharge us. So like, I still can't drive. They don't want, they didn't, you know, she couldn't drive right away. So her mom picked us up in my car. We put him in the car seat and like putting him in the car seat. And he's so little. And like, I was like, I, was like, I need to learn, make sure I know what I'm doing here. Cause you know, it has to be safe. So like, I was making sure everything was, was nice and, and tight and everything. And he was good. And the nurse checked it and the nurse was like, yeah, you're good. And then, okay, cool. So they sent us on our way. Um, we stopped at her parents' house. Uh, for a little bit and then we we brought him home and you know we've been home since it was crazy you know super grateful for her family and my family because her mom stayed with us for the first week uh she took off of work and uh, stayed here so the first like couple nights she kept the baby to let us catch up on our sleep Mm -hmm. uh, since we barely slept at the hospital so then she would she was up with the baby throughout the night and he was only waking up a couple times throughout the night and uh you know, she's helping us out during the day, showing us how to do stuff. 
and that was like super helpful. Then the second week, my mom came out here and she spent the week with us. Um, and at this point, I had surgery on my foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Monday, my mom came out, so it was nice having her here because now, I, at least when like her, just because mom was here the first week, I had that boot on, so I could still walk around. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't supposed to be 100% weight bearing on it, but with the boot on, I felt fine just walking up and downstairs, walking around. I didn't really use my crutches unless we were leaving the house. Uh, I was just walking in on the boot. So I was able to do everything. And then once I had that surgery, now I'm in a cast. Now I can't put weight on it. Mm-hmm. So now I have to use crutches. And they brought me this knee stool so I could, like, scoot around. Um, but it was nice to have my mom here to, like, help Jessica out because now she has to take care of me too. So now she has the baby to take care of and me to take care of. And bro, she's just killing it. Like, being a mom came so natural to her. Like, it, it took me a few times to, like, figure out how to swaddle correctly Make sure I change the diaper right, and like, you know, his signs of being hungry, stuff like that. She picked everything up so quick, like it was just so natural to her. Like her natural instincts kicked in right away, and I was so grateful. I'm like, dude, you're killing it. I was like, it's crazy. Like after this, you know, first couple of weeks, like now we were we've been by ourselves this week, and it's like easy. It's not like it's. I mean, it's it's hard because you know you're waking up multiple times throughout the night, and like. What frustrates me is I can't help out too much because, like, in the middle of the night, I can't come down the stairs to go to the kitchen to get a bottle because it'll take me three times as long because mm-hmm. I have to crutch down the stairs. Right, right. And then crush back up. So it's like I can't help out in that as much as I want to. But when he gets up, I still get up, you know, at the same time. Like, I'll get up with her because she'll come down here. So I'll stay up with him and try to console him. And then, like, I feel bad since I can't do as much. Like, I don't know, okay, you're back, and then I'm not going to roll over and go back to sleep while you're staying up for, like, the whole hour to get him eating, get him to eat, change, and put back to bed. I was like, right, I'd feel like a dick if I was just like, yeah, I'll hold him while you go downstairs. Okay, you're back with the bottle. Here you go. Roll over and go back to sleep. I'm passing out. And I, I just thought that, that seems rude. Like, if we were, if I was healthy and we were taking turns, and it was like, okay, this is my turn. I'd stay up. This is your turn. You stay up. Mm-hmm. then that's different but when i even throughout the day when i can't do as much i can't help out as much as i want to i was like, i'm not i was like, i'm not gonna just go back to sleep i'm gonna stay up with you the whole time right. and uh that'll be my contribution like keeping you company while you're up like if he makes noise like just like we're just laughing and like half asleep giggling to each other because like everything he does everything newborn does to the parents is fucking adorable so we're just like laughing and giggling every little noise he makes and stuff and i was like that's what i'm I'm gonna stay up with you just you know make sure i'm not you know slacking i'm at least i'll be you know be here and uh you know when we're downstairs like you know i get at least like oh okay he's hungry now i had this knee scooter so i could scoot to the kitchen make the bottle and bring it to him bring it Mm -hmm. to him so i'll do that when we're down here you know to help out like today we had a doctor's appointment and she was like real tired because he woke up like an extra time last night so i was like just take a nap i was like i'll sit here uh, on the floor with him he'll be in his little bassinet just bring everything i might need here and i won't have to get up carry him anywhere i'll change him on the floor on you know we have nice carpet it's comfortable he'll be fine and, uh, you know, I, I let her sleep. She slept for like two or three hours or something like that. And I just watched him. I mean, I made a bottle, brought it to him, fed him, changed him. I was like, I could do everything as long as I don't have to get up and chase everything because it's hard for me to get up and move around. 
So, you know, I try to help out when I can. I'll be super excited to get this cast off and get back into a boot so I can start helping out more. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been, it's been an experience, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, that's – I'm just super excited. I mean, I've – out of my circle of friends, you know, with the Robertos and Anthony and uh, Brendan, you know, they're – oldest in the family they you know they've been parents for a little bit but to see like the new ones like you and then demo ones that i don't know i i guess because i've known you guys for such a long time Mm -hmm. i kind of get used to your tendencies and your character and stuff like that and you always wonder like man i wonder what they'll be like as a parent you know (laughs) obviously because we're close you're like you know they're gonna be amazing and stuff like that but you really don't know until that time comes so obviously you're you know taking the full thing in stride and you know and just enjoying every minute of it and then the same thing with demas too so and and both parties are flourishing you know the mom and the dad it's just it's amazing man you can't help but just be happy and i know you know everybody that knows me on my end they're like well you say you didn't even want kids i'm like it don't mean i'm not happy for my guys (laughs) like it's a life they are are building a legacy a family like it is like, why would I not be happy? It has nothing to do with me. Right, like, yeah. I'm just happy for them. So, you know, dude, this next chapter of life is going to be crazy. And all and all the things that you could uh, pass down to, to Luke and, and all the things that you could do together, whether it be sports or pass down just your, your work ethic and your study skills, all that. It's just – it's going to be crazy, bro. Oh, yeah, no, man. I I want, I still wonder what kind of father I'm going to be. Like, once – kind of like right now, you're just kind of – taking care of him it's not too much parenting yet you know he right. just needs to be you know take care of so we take care of him as best as we can uh but yeah man i just feel like being a parent's tough man there's you know the whole time like this whole pregnancy the whole birth and even now you know i just the whole time i've just i prayed so much throughout this pregnancy that he's healthy and happy during the birth, I was praying that Jessica was going to be good. He was going to be good. Now I'm praying, like, let me, give me, you know, the knowledge, the wisdom, man. I want to be able to, you know, be a great father, which I assume I'm going to be. You know, I'm not a bad dude to begin with. Mm-mm. But it's no like, way. I don't want to, like, mess up and be, like, one of those dudes that's like, obviously I want to be friends, you know. I want that, you know, that kind of relationship. But it comes to a point where it's like, you, you're still the parent. You can't be friend friend you know you still have to parent yeah you want to find that balance between the two yeah because you know i mean you've seen people who are like friend friends with their kids and then their kids do whatever they want they talk any old way they want to and just like yeah and it's like uh, line yeah like i'm not having that yeah at the same time i don't want to be like an ultra hard ass that's just not my character i think that's just gonna come with time dude I, i it's like everything else as even as big as taking care of a newborn and then developing them into their, you know, later years, it's like you still have to be open to change and realize mm-hmm. that, you know, the parenting tendencies, the baseline is the same probably from when your mom took care of you and now and you're in that position now. But as they get older, like the same tactics and maybe disciplines are going to be changing. So it's there's plenty of outlets, whether you learn from experience on your own or if you're like, Hey, YouTube's a great outlet. I'm going to YouTube something, or you just go to your family and you ask them about, Hey, how do you do this or manage this? But you just got to be open to change and just be, uh, 
be willing to fail. You're not going to get it right the first time. You already know that. So, but I think you'll be fine. You both will be good, bro. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and it's it's great that we both have, you know, families that like super want to be involved and are letting us know like, hey, at any point in time, call us if you need anything. And uh, so, I mean, that's that definitely takes a lot of stress off because again, we find ourselves if we find ourselves in a situation that we're like, I don't know what to do. You know, we definitely got close outlets of people who have been through this multiple times before mm-hmm. that are willing and, and able to help. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And I mean, I don't know, I'll be excited. Like once we can get Jessica on here, if she wants to talk, like give her POV from the whole pregnancy, but to her senses, you know, he's came into this world, dude. It's just, she's just been fucking killing it, dude. And take care of me at the same time. Like right now, like I couldn't tell her how, like, just how much I appreciate it, dude. She's like, she's a rock star. Dude. She's killing it. And I just want to get her POV eventually. Maybe get her to talk about it. Um, yeah, maybe we do a, um, we do a one monther. Yeah. You know, um, do an episode where we kind of see, you know, what the first whole month is like. And then, yeah, get her on here. She can give her perspective <laughs> on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that would be dope. And then definitely, I want the all dad episode, man. Like I like to get you, Anthony, Roberto, Brendan, and Demo. That would be one lit ass episode, and it'd be funny as hell. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be good. That'd be so great. Yeah, but yeah, I'd be down for that. So you know, well, whenever we get that together, maybe like you said, like the one month we could, you know, get Jessica yeah, the, on here, and then and then kind of just see where it goes from there. So I mean, dude, there's plenty of good stuff that we got coming along the way Uh, we've talked about so many topics so i don't want to give it all away but i thought this was going to be a a relatively short one but we made it into a a pretty good full episode so is there anything else you want to touch up on or address that you haven't already bro or are we good uh i'm not i mean that's i pretty much gave the story uh the only thing else i want to say is just yeah shout out to jessica man she's She's killing it, dude. There's so many times where I've, like, you know, I think one night when I was, like, you know, I think the first night of my surgery, I took some of the pain medication they gave me, and I was kind of in and out of sleep for a day or so. I just remember one time waking up, dude, and she was just, like, on the floor changing them or something, or just changing was rocking them. She was just holding them, and, like, I just woke up, and I look over, and they're still fuzzy, and she's, like, just smiling at them. I'm like, I my heart i'm like this is crazy like, yeah, it, it's a different feeling man it's just look just watching her love him it's just it's crazy dude i'm so grateful for her that that's the word for it. i you are definitely grateful for for her and just the whole situation i mean you really could not have mapped out a better life right now like it, it's, it's great bro i'm happy blessed. for the both of you They're absolutely blessed so well, we're going to probably wrap it up there. We definitely appreciate everybody that tuned in and gave Dan a chance to tell his miracle story. Shout out to <laughs> baby Luke. Luke Paul, right? Luke Paul Dutton. Luke Paul Dutton. That's amazing, man. So, But until next time, this is No Script Podcast. We out. Still screaming. Just keep it.